And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the first frost of the season in Regina is not expected to cause much concern. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The first frost of the season is not expected to cause much concern in the Regina area. The temperature hit plus one early this morning in Regina, which means some low-lying areas had a light frost. Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission Chair Bill Gale says most crops were advanced enough to avoid any significant damage. Actually, here just 10 kilometers north of Regina, I had a tiny little bit of frost on the windshield of my half ton this morning at around 6, 6.30. But no, I, you know, really we're way past that now, Jim. I think there might be some real, real late seeded crops or, you know, maybe somebody did some reseeding that you know, that might hurt. But by and large, I, I don't think it's going to hurt anything at all at this time of year, except for... Uh, maybe some people's gardens. So you feel gardens, of course, will be blackened uh, in some low-lying spot spots, but generally crops should be okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't even think the gardens probably, certainly here, I don't think they've got... First thing you go is look and see if you can find some pigweed, and that's usually the first thing. And, and so uh, haven't done that yet today, but I don't suspect that we're going to have any damage at all. So you feel it's really late enough in the season that shouldn't be an issue? No, it won't be an issue. I, you know, I, you know, unless there was some pockets in the province that were colder than here. But you know, that's, you know, at this time of year, that's you can expect that. Now, tell me about harvest. How's it going on the farm? What would you say the percentage is done up just north of Regina? Oh, you know, certainly all of all of the pulses have been in the bin probably for a week or so, by and large. And uh, you know, the cereals are are I think in a lot of cases are are getting close to being done. Uh, the canola harvest, I would say, is probably, uh, you know, half or maybe a little more than half done for some people. And and uh, people are thinking about their flax already. So, you know, I would think we're half, uh, three-quarters of the way through in, in, in the area generally. Throw some yield numbers at me. Well, how is it looking? Uh, you know, uh, you know, I think guys were, were fairly happy with their, with their pulse yields, you know, the guys were 20 25 bushels on some of their lentils which i think is what they expected peas anywhere from 35 to kind of 40 40 plus uh and guys were happy with that uh, the cereals guys were you know i think pleasantly surprised uh you know yields anywhere from probably 35 to 50 or the odd one maybe exceeded 50 um and the canola is kind of all over the map i think most people are Again, probably not surprised in the yield uh, anywhere from 15 to 35. So, uh, but I don't think anybody was expecting much out of their oil seeds, and and uh, I don't know anybody that has any plaques off yet. Grades much better than last year, though. Oh, for sure. The quality is exceptional. Uh, some of the lentils that I've seen this year, I've never seen anything. It's, it's just they're absolutely beautiful. The Durham's coming off as one. The wheat's uh, one pretty much no fusarium from from my understanding so uh yeah certainly a, a way different uh picture than we had last year and uh you know certainly farmers are, are going to be happy just uh, now if we could do something about the price when do you expect it to wrap up harvest oh i would think uh you know around here certainly i would say in the, in a couple of weeks there's not going to be a whole lot left uh you know I, as you get farther north 
that'll change. But I know guys uh, south of number one. I think there are a lot of a lot of it's already wrapped up. So it's uh, it's been a really good go here. We've had some exceptional weather. I think there's uh, guys were a little concerned about actually how little moisture there is in some of the grain. They're a little disappointed in that, but I guess uh, we're not going to have to use our dryers this year. Bill Gale farms north of Regina and is chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus in New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit marcuson.com. Federated Co-op officially opens its new multi-million dollar high-throughput fertilizer terminal at Hanley this afternoon, about 200 kilometers northwest of Regina. Federated Co-op commissioned a terminal in Hanley and another in Brandon, Manitoba, as part of a $75 million initiative to provide co-op agro centers and prairie farmers with key crop nutrition products. The director of fertilizer at Federated Co-op, Dan Mulder, says the new facility has several benefits for farmers. This terminal is... Uh, can store up to 45,000 metric tons of dry fertilizer product. It is a state-of-the-art uh, facility. Uh, on the inbound, we can uh, receive by rail or by truck. And on the inbound side, we can actually uh, receive uh, u- unit size fertilizer train loads that, that can come into that terminal. We can also receive into the terminal by truck. Uh, we can receive uh, about 400 metric tons per hour into the terminals. And outbound out of the terminals, we can load straight product out at 400 metric tons an hour, or we can do blends of fertilizer, custom blends, of up to about 250 metric tons per hour. So to put that into perspective, we can load a Super B train of straight fertilizer products, such as a load of urea or a load of phosphate, in less than 10 minutes, and it takes us about 10 minutes to do a Super B load of a, a blended fertilizer. What do you see are the big benefits to farmers? I know you've already outlined some, but what are other big benefits? Well, there's a, a number of benefits. Uh, is that first of all, we can securely and timely access product. Now we're in a, a period of time right now where we're in a what we call a, a supply-driven marketplace, where there's uh, more product than there is supply. So that gives us opportunity to make some timely buys. It also gives us uh, a better access to global products and global pricing. It certainly gives us the benefit of uh, being able to replenish uh, the storage sheds out at the retail, lo- the, the co-op retail locations that when they run low, they can quickly get replenished so that there's no disruptions on a, a farmer who is uh, busy seeding in the, in the spring or doing fall application in the, in the fall from being able to get their product uh, conveniently and very quickly. What did this terminal cost at Hanley? The terminal at Hanley, uh, I'd like to frame it a little different, is that we built two state-of-the-art terminals, one in Brandon, Manitoba, one in Hanley, Saskatchewan, and the combined cost of the two terminals was around $75 million. But do you see these serving farmers from a wide range of the province? Yes, we do. Last spring, for example, uh, we had product that went all the way to central Alberta. Now, there's times when uh, we uh, can't go that far, depending on uh, the economics of uh, what we paid for the product and what the competitive pricing for that product is out in Western Canada. But as a general rule, we believe we can ship anywhere from about a 200 to 300 kilometer radius around that terminal economically. What type of fertilizer and how much do you expect to ship out in, say, a year? 
Okay, so when the terminals are uh, being fully utilized, we're expecting that uh, in Hanley, for example, we will be putting through uh, approximately 150,000 metric tons a year of dry fertilizer product. Now, would that be dry urea or what? just what is it? Yes, oh, we, we stock dry urea, dry phosphate, dry potash, dry ammonium sulfate. We also have uh, bins that hold uh, dry micronutrient fertilizer products. And uh, as when we fully complete these terminals, we will also be able to apply liquid micronutrients and we'll also be able to apply uh, nitrogen uh, inhibitors to be able to uh, conveniently um, provide some uh, value-added benefits to uh, the retails when they make their offers to the members in Western Canada. The official opening of the new Federated Co-op Fertilizer Terminal at Hanley is 1.30 this afternoon. Federated Co-op is owned by more than 190 retail co-ops across Western Canada. The Wildlife Federation and the Saskatchewan Stock Growers have issued a joint statement asking hunters to be extra cautious this hunting season because of extremely dry conditions. Stock Growers Manager Chad McPherson is asking all hunters to take extra precautions. He says these precautions include carrying a fire extinguisher, avoid unnecessary idling, and staying on existing trails. We're uh, cautioning everybody that's out in the landscape these days. The hunting season starts, the bird hunting season starts soon, and the fire hazard is extremely high in Saskatchewan currently right now, and there'll be people not from the rural areas out and about and maybe not uh, aware of some of the risks of wildfires, so we're just cautioning people to be prepared and take extra precautions when they're out in uh, rural Saskatchewan. Yeah, these wildfires can cause quite a lot of issues and concerns for producers. We don't have to look very far this year, whether it was the big one in Kansas and Oklahoma or the current ones in BC, that the ramifications of wildfires, whether it's the loss of infrastructure or loss of life of animals or potentially people, are a very uh, concerning threat to uh, ranchers. And hunters always are a concern when they go out on the land. Well, just hunters are out and driving around and different, you can just hit a rock and make a spark and start a fire and you didn't even know it or different things. So we're encouraging people to stay on the trails to minimize the risk and to walk when possible. What other precautions are you advising? I understand a fire extinguisher as well? Well, just little things that can help put out a fire before it gets away on you, whether it's a fire extinguisher or shovel, different little things, anything that you could use to help put out a fire or carry extra water with you. And avoid idling when necessary? Right. Turn off your vehicles when you're parked. Idling, the exhaust system and different things can get quite warm and ignite a fire. And you say stay on existing trails? Yeah, we recommend to stay on the existing trails for a few different reasons, but the main one is just with the dirt and different things, there's less fire risk of starting as creating a spark and uh, staying away from the fuel source. The joint statement also reminds hunters about the importance of getting landowner permission before hunting on their property. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola rose 3.50 at 4.73.24. Oats fell 71 cents at 1.45.82. Number one red spring wheat went down 2.82 at 2.19.91. The rest were unchanged. Durham 2.76.81. Feed barley 1.44.29. Flax 4.53.25. Yellow peas 2.83.54 and feed wheat 136.48.
On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down two and a quarter cents at six twenty-nine and a half cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 5th. We did not have a sale in Weyburn last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.86 cents to $0.97. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.55 cents to $0.85. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.25 cents to $0.50. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.09 to $1.26. There weren't enough yearlings in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Jake reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,000 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 144 to 164 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 141 to 160 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 1st are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 158.65, Ham's Cash, 157.15, Thunder Creek Brickle, 171.86, and High Life, 165.94 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 94 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.239. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.83 cents U.S. U.S. Packers are expected to come back to work after the Labor Day long weekend, looking to fill their shackles and maximize their plant capacities, but not at all costs. Hog supplies are ramping up and will gain approximately 1% per week for the next 10 weeks, which could hit record levels in this time frame. Lean hog futures will see influence from the new plants coming on stream, but for now the market has factored in a further U.S. $2.00 weight discount decline over the next five weeks. Forward contract prices are offering no opportunities for hedging at current prices, but if the market sees support from the new plants and improved export sales, prices could improve and provide an opportunity to cover the January to March time frame. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather forecast for today, basically excellent harvest weather. Today is a bit cooler. It's supposed to be just a high today of 21 below 6. The rest of the week, hot really. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 26, the low 8. Thursday, sunny, the high 29, the low 10. Friday, sunny, the high 29, low 13. Saturday, sunny, the high 31, the low 13. Sunday, sunny, the high 29, the low 11. Monday, sunny, the high near 29. Normal high is 20, the normal low is 5. The sun rose at 619 this morning. It sets at 735 p.m. Round the province, Estevan, Saskatoon, Swift Current, all 19. Weyburn, 18. Yorkton is 16. In Regina, partly cloudy, it's 18. That's 64 Fahrenheit. West-northwest, 22, gusting to 35. Humidity, 35%. Barometer dropping, 102.8. In Moose Jaw, sunny, 19, north-northwest at 4. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.